0: It's time for Plant of the Week on Real World Gardener. On the line, I've got Adrian Ameli, who's an expert in native plants. How are you today, Adrian? I'm well, Marianne. How are you? Excellent. Today we're talking about the Maria of native plants. And that's the <laughs> wistronia. Yes, that's
1: how I described it. Yeah, wistronia uh-huh. fruticosa. Whether you realise it or not, you probably know this plant, everybody, because you've seen it because it's been used in in landscapes and in gardens for more than 20 years now and it's been flogged to death
0: yes and if if I mention the name coastal rosemary people are going oh yeah I know that coastal rosemary it looks like rosemary but it isn't looks like rosemary
1: but it isn't and look I'm damning it with faint praise but I must have planted I don't know a thousand or more and I must have pruned about a thousand meters of hedge of it or more Uh, you know I've shaped them into balls I've pruned them as formal hedges I've shaped them into clouds all sorts of stuff it's it's uh, a native plant that is earned its its space I guess because it's tough plant it does look showy it responds really well to pruning it doesn't you know, die suddenly like some will on you. So I shouldn't be so harsh on it. It's just that I, I've seen it and I've used it and I've, I've I've done it to death so many times myself that I'm, I'm over it.
0: Oh, fair enough. I can understand, especially if you've planted and pruned so many. And when you say tough, apparently in its native habitat, I actually have seen it sort of on the cliffs, down to the beach level even. So
1: yeah, it, hmm. I, I agree. I can think of one that, uh, you know, I sort of respectfully took my cap off and saluted this one that was f- the last plant on a cliff almost falling into the sea. It was the last, the, the absolute front-line front plant that was getting covered in salt spray and, and falling off a cliff, but it was still in full flower and, you know, that gives you an idea of how tough it is.
0: Absolutely. And if if you should get yellow leaves, it's probably your – watering it too much because that's how tough it is you don't really want to i don't water mine that i have in my garden i think mine is winnaby gem so it's got slightly more purple flowers and we haven't mentioned the flowers but the flowers are very nice you could get purple flowers because it's it's so useful that breeders have hybridized it extensively so you may have heard of low horizon or gray box with stringer gray box it's another one that only grows 45 centimeters high and wide And there's Aussie box, so all of these they all say make great hedges and like you have done, prune, prune, prune. They
1: they do respond, you know, as an alternative to um, English box, for example, as a formal hedge, they make a great alternative because they do respond really well to repeat pruning. The leaves themselves, maybe 1.5 to 2 centimeters by maybe a couple of mil across and sort of lanceolate very. Very small, um, and the leaves are sort of the same color as rosemary on top and and white underneath or well, sort of a bit more gray than rosemary and and the flowers marianne, some forms are white and some are purple and you were mentioning, and now that I think about it, and I look at it, and I go yeah you're right the the throat of the flower is speckled, and that's as we both suggested to each other for pollination by native by native bees the the, the flowers. What Would you say maybe one and a half across by two centimeters in length
0: at the most? At now, the most, because it's in the mint family, the Lamiaceae, it the flowers look very much like you would see on a mint bush. So, help people sort of in their minds because I'm sure people are familiar with mint, mint as yeah, well. It doesn't
1: have a flower like we would, you know, like a daisy or something. It's no. the bottom two petals are kind of fused together, or the top two, depending upon which way you're looking at it, they're kind of fused together, so it's got. Four, broadly speaking, petals, a bit like a crucifix almost.
0: Yeah. So the, why it's so important to native bees, apart from the landing lights, as it were, inside the flower, but native bees use their legs to shake the stamens. It's called buzz pollination. So that it's important for the the plants to be pollinated by native bees. I mean, the other bees can visit, but they tend to bite the flower and not actually do anything for it they don't even
1: get a pollen hit as as a response
0: no because they're too big the european bees are too big for them oh there you go i don't
1: know what the fruit looks like maybe i was always pruning it so much i never got to see fruit but the fruit must be really insignificant because i can't picture it for the life of me
0: no me neither Uh, the upside of this one apart from the drought tolerance and the ability to be hedged in all kinds of shapes is the fact that it Flowers for most of the year, although it does, it it looks like a flower here and a flower there. It's not all over the yeah. bush, you know. It's not. Crazy. I wouldn't say
1: that they they have mass flowering. I would say that they spot flower for twelve months of the year.
0: Yeah, and maybe spring is they've got the most flowers you'll ever see, and which is not a huge amount anyway. But you're growing it because of the colour of the foliage and the fact you can leave it in the garden and never need to water
1: you can leave it in the garden and never need to prune it either but as i said i i used to because this was a an entrance i i pruned them in in sort of balls like you know big wombats i'm not going to say hedgehogs i'm going i'm australian so i pruned i pruned them like wombat size
0: oh right that's quite small
1: oh wombat's aren't that small <laughs> oh, okay um so <laughs> sort of rounded rounded lock rounded rocks big big you know 40 50 centimeters by by 30 centimeters 40 centimeter round mounds and done that way on on mass and i'm talking sort of oh how many plants would there have been in that entrance about 21 plants it takes a bit of time but worth it for the effect and and i wouldn't recommend you use a mechanical hedger i would always take the time because they they won't they won't thank you for being beaten up. They, they need nice, sharp head shears. Do it properly. Take the time. Do it properly.
0: Oh, gee, that's a good tip. Yeah, I guess with uh, the mechanical ones or the electrical ones, you're going to rip off some of the bark and they don't like that yeah. very much. Okay. In,
1: in, in a commercial setting where you, you've got limited time and a lot of work to do, go nuts. But in the home garden... Take a bit of pride and, 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 you know, sharpen your shears and sharpen your skills by doing it by
0: hand. Oh, that's a very good tip. Well, there we go. That's um, the Maria of native plants, <laughs> the, the Westringia fruticosa or the coastal rosemary. Once again, Adrian, it's been lovely chatting with you on Real World Gardener.
1: Thanks, Marianne.